franchising is the most misunderstood and most overlooked form of entrepreneurship. We're here to educate you and help you find the entrepreneur within. Franchising is not all about the French fries. We find that individuals who are exploring business ownership tend to have a lot of misperceptions and misunderstandings about the franchise industry. So what we want to do is help prospective business owners make confident and educated decisions before moving forward or not moving forward with the business. Welcome to Unpredicted Entrepreneur. And welcome to episode two of Unpredicted Entrepreneur. I'm Sarah Wasco. Hi, I'm Roxanne Rapsky. Today, Sarah and I thought we would bring you some of our most frequently asked questions. Anytime we introduce ourselves to someone and we say what we do, I'd say the number one question we get is, what's hot in franchising? Or what's the hottest franchise? That is absolutely a very common question that I get. And, you know, it's really difficult to answer because, you know, there's a, a few reasons that it's difficult to answer. One is what we really think is important is a fit in terms of being a business owner. So what somebody else might do well in and be successful in doesn't necessarily mean that another person would have that same success. So while you look at some businesses and they seem, you know, to be busy or potentially profitable to the outsider, um, there's always that chance that somebody else could come in and, you know, maybe not have the same skill set and not be as successful. So that's a key reason that I would not recommend that somebody be following trends and, you know, um, making assumptions about businesses kind of based on activity level at the business. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Roxanne? What else do you, are you thinking when it comes to the, you know, term hot with franchising? <laughs> well, the first thing I usually say is what's hot at a $100,000 investment or what's hot at a million dollar investment, right? Because that's one thing that we have to think about the investment. And then I always say what's hot for you, Sarah, might not be hot for me. And that leads back to skill sets. Um, and it's not just that. It's income goals. It's lifestyle goals. And I think a lot of people go at this backwards. They get online and they start looking for franchises based on what they think is hot or what they're attracted to. And those businesses may or may not be a good fit for them. You know, with over 4,000, about 4,000 franchises out there in all different industries, at all different investment levels, it's really hard to just say what's hot. So um, that's kind of how I answer that. And usually people get it when I say that. They, they understand and don't you think, too, that if you're focused on something that's hot, you know, that might be what we would call trendy. Um, okay. That might not have longevity or staying power. So that's another, you know, fear that I have if somebody's focusing on something that they would deem hot is, you know, are they kind of just running after that bright and shiny object that might be here today and gone tomorrow? So I think, you know, if somebody wants to explore business ownership, they need to look past 
you know, what they might deem hot, and as we both kind of touched on, really be thinking more about what they want to accomplish from the business, what they want the business to do for them, and, you know, where they might be the most successful and not where somebody else is successful. So the the biggest thing, I think, when you're looking for a business um, is to look for some folks that can coach you um, and guide you and to be open-minded, you know, really be open-minded to the possibilities that are out there and not necessarily chasing, like Sarah said, that shiny penny. Um, and then, you know, the other question that we get or the other thing that people are very curious about is if they were going to embark on a project like this, financing. How do you finance a project like this and how much does it cost? And so what do you, how do you answer that question? Well, you know, that's a very individual circumstance and each person is going to be in a different situation financially. And so there are many options available to fund a business. So we can kind of talk through, you know, what some of those are uh, today so that people recognize their options. Um, but one key factor is, you know, risk tolerance. Um, and, you know, some people feel more comfortable, you know, with debt where others don't. And so that's something that's really important to kind of understand about each um, client in our job is to, to determine who, you know, has what resources and how to go about best utilizing those for each individual situation. So let's kind of chat about, you know, what some of the options are. You know, Roxanne, what do you see your clients doing on a regular basis? As far as financing? Yep. Gosh, there's so many options out there. You know, one of the biggest things we do is we uh, introduce you to our lenders, and um, they will look at your entire financial picture. They will give you all of your options. They'll give you the cost of those options. And then you and your family can move forward making the best decision for you. But there's all types of things to do. There's SBA loans. Um, there's liens against securities. There's uh, home equity. Some people will tap into their home equity, and a lot of people will do a combination of things. There's also a way to take um, pre-tax retirement dollars and roll those directly into a business with no taxes and no penalties. There's actually IRS code written on that. It's a very special program. Um, some of our clients will do that as well. So it's really a mix of things, and like Sarah said, it's very individual to the client and... Um, not just their financial wherewithal, but their risk tolerance. So, yeah, you touched on a couple things that I thought I would just expand on a little bit more. You know, right now with the housing market as strong as it is, um, you know, home equity line of credit or a home equity loan has been appealing to people. The interest rates are very low. Yeah. And so uh, because the market is so hot, I, you know, I just had a client fund their business that way. Um, they had um, quite a bit of equity in their home and at a three and a quarter, I believe, interest rate was very appealing to them. So then the other, you know, thing to just kind of expand on. So I highly recommend anybody that is exploring business ownership to engage the services of a very knowledgeable CPA because yeah. that has totally saved me and saved my clients so 
much from a tax perspective. I mean, I kind of see things like I don't really like to have debt. That's just kind of my personality. So I'm that person that would be more inclined, you know, to want to pay cash if I had the resources and could actually do it. But, you know, a good CPA can really get you thinking about what makes the most sense in your situation. And when we moved a few years ago, I was kind of planning to put, you know, all the equity from the home we sold into my new home. And then he brought to my attention, well, why don't you invest that in a business so that then it can be generating revenue for you sooner than it would be if it's tied up in your home. And I had never thought about it that way. And I just really thought, you know, very creative um, way to utilize home equity. So kind of just to expand on what we were saying before, that that can be a path for people to take because, you know, um, uh, I'm, I'm not that creative when it comes to financing. So that's why I just think it's important to have a good CPA and a good financial advisor to, to give you some insight on what would make the most sense for you. So let's wrap up with our final question, which is, how much money can I make? Ooh, that's <laughs> always the, what did my grandmother used to say, the $64 question or something to that effect? Um, <laughs> and the answer is... We can't tell you. We can't tell you. <laughs> exactly. We can't tell you how much money you can make. But we can guide you to get that information. And the thing that I always tell my clients is um, before we start on this process, I ask them what they need to make to feel successful. And once we know that the answer to that question, we can point you in the right direction and we're not going to show you something that's going to be a complete waste of your time. But there's a whole lot of due diligence that you have to do to get that information. And Sarah and I can teach you how to get it and where to find it, but we can't answer the question for you. Exactly. And you know what else? If you're exploring franchises, the franchisor should not and cannot answer that question either. If a franchisor starts telling you, oh, you're going to make X amount of dollars. Um, I actually had a conversation with somebody the other day that Run. told me that, you know, um, he'd been talking to franchisors and they'd been saying, oh yeah, you're going to make a million dollars or whatever. Run the other direction Run. because that is illegal for them to be telling you that. <laughs> so what you really, the best way for anybody exploring business ownership to learn what their earning potential is, is to have a deep conversation with other owners in that business. Yes. And you don't have to come right out and say, how much money are you making? But you can say, I'm looking to replace my six-figure income in this business. Have you found that to be possible? Um, you know, you can phrase the question in a comfortable way to kind of get the answers that you're looking for because the people that are actually in that business are the people that are really going to be able to give you the best insight as to the opportunity. So we hope you leave bring we hope we've brought you some valuable information today in answering these few questions and sharing with you. Stay tuned for episode 3. Yeah, we're looking forward to continuing this educational process. Please, for updates, uh, locate Roxanne Rapsky and Sarah Wasco on LinkedIn. We're providing valuable content there regularly. And you can also find us on friendnet.com. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.